Welcome to this week's episode of Snacking Can Be Dangerous for Your Health. I'm Becky. I'm Abby. And yes, you might be like, "Uh, what's happening to my audio? Becky, me, I have a cold, people. (laughs) (laughs) Not COVID, it's a cold. Let's clarify, but you are going to just enjoy this beautiful voice today on your episode. Yep. It's great. Okay, what's our snack? Today, we have another Thrive Market option. So again, if you want to try Thrive, we do have some kind of code that you can, you know, you know, most of our listeners know us, so you can just text us. Um, Shout out to our best listener, Cassie. We love you. Okay. Today's (laughs) snack is cassava chips with sea salt. So good. So good. Open them up. <clears throat> they are very crunchy, though, so it, it might okay. be brutal. First time I ever had cassava chips in Dar Salaam. Ooh, fancy. See? Notice that. Crisp chip. So Crunch. Amazingness. I like it. So, Abby, let's do some word association. Oh, goodness. Because we haven't done this in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, red. Tylenol. <laughs> Since that just what literally is in your house right now. <laughs> That's red. <right>, yep. <laughs> Okay, alligator. Sharp. Oh, okay. Interesting. Flowers. Emily. Plants. Dead. (laughs) And juice. Drinking it. Drinking it. Yes, we are here. Cheers to drinking some juice. Cheers. Along with our snacking. So today is actually also the anniversary of when my husband and I got engaged. Cheers. Most excited person there? Not me. Not Abby. She was not helpful. But it has been brought to our attention that, well, Abby tells me this, that I make fun of her too much on this show. Everyone can validate this because it's true. And so we decided to switch the tables. And today I'm going to tell you about my snacking story, about how I met my husband, and then our engagement story, which was named Operation Trisket. Mm, just wait. It's amazing. Okay, so how am I my husband? This is how it goes. We have a brother who's amazing, and he was married to a girl, is married still to this girl who was going to be deployed like two months after they got married. So I was gonna, I thought I'm gonna be the best sister in law ever and um, send yeah. her a care package her. once a month. She didn't sign our names to it. She just take all the credit herself. I would Rude. like to, to be pointed out that Abby was not even living with me at this time. I was by myself. So, of course, I just signed it. Love, Becky. But you could have just helped your sister out Mm-mm. and been like, love your sister. Let's be real. Let's, she would, You would have just taken all the credit. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> the first month I sent, like, you know, things she needed for her place. She was being deployed to Afghanistan. She's in the Air Force at the time. So the next few months, though, I just sent baked goods. So I sent cookies, and I sent uh, Rice Krispie treats, all this stuff. And then we were getting towards Thanksgiving, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to send an apple pie. Had I ever made apple pie before? No, but it's fine. Apple pie to Afghanistan. Probably take about a week. It'll be fine. So I make this apple pie doesn't turn out bad. So I'm like, sure. So I sent it to her. And unbeknownst to me, she's sharing all these goodies with this guy in her office, this Marine. 
And so she emails me. She's like, oh my gosh, this pie is amazing. Did I ever tell you that this Marine asked about you? And I was like, well, that's weird. That's kind of creepy, actually. How does he even know who I am? I don't even know. It's weird. But then she's also sent pictures of the two of them enjoying my apple pie. So I was like, okay, maybe not so creepy, but still a little weird. Super creepy. Mm -hmm. Well, at the time, I was the director over a middle school ministry at a church. And we met on Wednesday nights. And on that Wednesday, it was Veterans Day. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is a great time to celebrate people who are veterans in our church. But then also to just celebrate my sister who's overseas. But the only picture I had of her in uniform was one of her and this guy. And I was like, it'll be fine. Like, no one will write to him. It'll be fine. So I'm, like, talking about the different people at church and being like, yeah, this person, you can write them a letter. Because that's what we were doing. We were writing letters of appreciation people and um the picture of her and this guy pops up and i'm like this is my sister-in-law laura and she's amazing and it's awesome and i like talk about her a lot and i'm like oh and this is the other guy and that's all i say well unbeknownst to me there's like five of my students write to him and at the bottom it all says i know becky i she's so great and it looks like i'm a stalker well, obviously. Obviously. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Do you like tear up these letters of these poor kids? Or I don't even know. So I decided I'm just going to mail them with her letters. I'll write a little note like, hi, I'm not a stalker. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm normal. These kids wrote you and I just want to send you their letters. Well, a few days later, <clears throat> Before my cards had gotten to him, I get an email from my sister-in-law and it's like, hey, um, the Marine wanted to write his own note to say thank you, so here it is. And she had forwarded me a letter. And in his email, he goes, are all your friends fat because your baking is so good? And I was like, that's not even appropriate to say to somebody, uh, but you're kind of funny, so I'm going to write you again. So he and I wrote back and forth at the end of his deployment, which is like another month. And then our plan was to meet downtown Chicago, which is near both of us, at the Cheesecake Factory. If you've ever been downtown, we're talking about the one by the water tower over that way. And um, so I like it's right before Christmas. I cannot find parking anywhere. And so I finally end up parking in the John Hancock parking garage, right, which has like 25 levels. So I'm like going up and finally find this open spot. And I sit there in my car. Because I brought a bag of clothes because I was like, oh, I just don't know if I look cute enough. And I don't know. And I'm like sitting in my car trying to decide. So after like five minutes, I'm like, Becky, you just got to get out and get into the elevator and just go. Because I never met this guy before. I'd had some bad blind dates. And it just, you know, you get a little nervous. <laughs> so you're like, oh, shoot. So I get out of my car and I look down. And four cars down is this guy opening the back of his Xterra. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and this, like, really weird look passes over his eyes. And he's like, I'm like, Tom? He's like, Becky, I'm not ready for you. And he runs around to the other side of the car, comes back in a few minutes wearing a completely different shirt, and has a gift for me. And as we're walking to the elevator, I'm like, oh, okay, so far so good. He's like, Becky, I got to tell you something. I'm like, oh, okay, just tell me the elevator. He's like, no, no, no. I got to tell you, I'll, well, let's wait till we sit in the table. I'm like, okay. So we get to the table, and he's like, Becky, I had two cups of coffee before I left the house. I drank four <laughs> bottles of water in the car. I got stuck in a traffic jam, so when I got to the parking lot, 
I had to pee so badly, I peed in the corner of the parking lot. And if you had been there a minute earlier, you would have seen me. So when you popped up, I just, I didn't know if you had seen me or not, if I should say something or not, and I just didn't know what to do. And that was our first date. Amazing. Amazing. So great. So it's a miracle, really, that we made it to this whole engagement opportunity. And now you're married. And now we're married and have been married for almost 10 years. Whoa. Crazy. Crazy. So... <clears throat> so you guys, engagement, engagement. Operation Triscuit. Okay, first you got back up and explain to our listeners why would it be called Triscuit? So, when you guys were still dating, he decided he wanted to come out to Kenya and see where we had grown up, and he did not protect my box of Triscuits. That man, you think of Marine, you know? He's hardcore. You leave him with your snacks, he's gonna protect them. Excuse me, sir. You did not protect my snacks. <laughs> so he was visiting and then our sister-in-law, which he had met like everyone through. And we were all back in Kenya for a summer before our parents were moving back. And we were going on a, what was it, day trip safari. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to the location for our safari. We were in Nakuru and... Uh, me, you, and mom had to like go to the bathroom. So we're all like, okay, Tom, Laura, you know, <laughs> you guys protect your snacks. They thought Laura grew up there with us. She should have known better. But Tom, not knowing anything better, they're like, yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. We go to the bathroom. And all of a sudden, Laura comes back laughing so hard. She's like, the monkeys got your Triscuits. <laughs> <laughs> and our mom had been saving that <clears throat> box of Triscuits. You know, for a good time. You can't get crackers in Kenya or anything. So our mom had brought Triscuits from the U.S. for us to snack on and had been saving them for a special time. And she had brought in the new box. Not the, like, half-eaten box of crackers. But she's like, you know, this is a whole day event. I'll bring the whole box of Triscuits. And Laura just comes back laughing. The monkey's got your Triscuits! Laughing. And I'm like, "Ah, don't joke with me. Like, (laughs) I need need my snacks. Like, this is a long day. And Laura's like, no, look at those monkeys over there. They're frolicking with your Triscuits. And I'm like, ha And no, they were serious. The monkeys came in. Tom just said they're staring at them. And they came in, snatched the box of Triscuits, ran out, and just frolicked, throwing Triscuits around and eating them. While I had nothing to eat all day long. And so, we named the engagement plan Operation Triscuits. And he also sent me a box of Triscuits with a big no monkey sign on it to implement our plan. Ooh. Yes. But. Sneaky. Yep. So what was the plan? The plan was to get you to go to Montana and then while you were there you were guys were gonna find a good like outlook spot while you were hiking and then um, he was gonna propose there. And then if that didn't work, if it didn't go as planned, then he was gonna fly to Michigan and we were gonna have a Operation Triscuit two point Ooh. So, mm. Yes. So yes. Tom was actually very sneaky. I had no idea what was going on. But he had asked me that we needed to go back to Montana to visit some friends. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go back. Meanwhile, though, my parents were in the UAE and um, needed some visitors. And so we um, quickly decided that Abby was going to fly to the UAE to see them, even though she had been there before. And so really, it should have been my turn to fly and see them. And I offered multiple times, but then every time Abby was like, no. And I'm like, wow, that mean. Yes, I was in college at the time and I had finished with classes 
for the semester and I had like just finished visiting somebody else and so Becky's like no you've just been traveling a lot like I think I should just go visit mom and dad and I'm like you can't you really have to go to Montana like I was bad at lying about it like I was like no you cannot you have to go to Montana and Becky's like no like we have travel insurance like we can reschedule Montana we're just going to visit friends and I'm like no you have to to go. I'm pretty sure I said it like that too. I'm like, it, there was like, I don't know how she didn't figure it out, but I was like, <laughs> I didn't you, figure it out. You can't, you, uh, you have to go. You can't go to the UAE. You have to go. And she was like trying to convince like, well, maybe we should both go visit mom and dad. And I'm like, no, I got it. It's fine. They just need to see me. Like, they don't want to see you. Like rude, rude. It's painful. It's so mean. I was like, wow, no one wants me. It's fine. Yep. This is where my cold really comes into effect. <laughs> it's excellent. Oh, so meanwhile, we go to Montana. We first go on a hike at a place that we had been when we went to Montana two years before. And I was like, oh, well, you know, this is a fun memory place. Huh. If he ever was going to propose, this would be a good place. And nothing happens. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess this isn't the time. And so we go the next morning, though. <clears throat> He's taking forever. And he does not get me coffee right away, which if you Trouble. don't know me, I have a coffee issue, which has been exasperated lately. But... I need coffee or else I get very cranky. And so it's taking forever, taking forever. And you know, like there's that point where even if you get coffee, it's not going to help you feel better for a while. And we had crossed that line and it was like, ooh, way too far. So we get coffee and Tom's like, let's go hiking. So we drive out to this nowhere. Also, think about Becky. She does not want to ever live in the middle of nowhere. Nope. Like, no, I did that once. It was not good. I don't want to do that. I don't want to drive an hour to get milk. Like, no, that's just not my life. And so, sorry. that I mean, it could be really great for some people. Really love that, but just not me. And so we're driving out there. He's like, we could live out here. And I am getting pissed because, one, I didn't have coffee in time. Two, he's, like, teasing me and pushing my button. That I was just like, no, 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 no. So we get to this hiking trail, and I... I'm so mad at him. I'm not talking at all. I'm like not saying a word. So we hike probably a good 20 minutes before I even speak to him because now finally the caffeine has like worked its magic and I'm getting a little bit more comfortable. And so he's like, hey, well, how about you start taking over on the hike you lead? And I'm like, okay, I think we're just going up straight. So I just start off and then we go a little bit further and he's like, hey, wait, come over here and look at this rock. And so it's this, like, massive boulder. <clears throat> and I'm, like, looking all over for some, like, historical plaque because my husband loves, like, those historical sightings, and I'm just oblivious, and I don't really read plaques. And so it was like, oh, okay, so I'm looking all over. Then he points to the top. He's like, no, look right here. And on the rock is this diamond ring. And it, my initial thought was, oh, Someone left their ring just on this rock. We haven't even seen anybody. I don't know who this would be. And then it was like, oh, wait, I think this is for me. And that's how he proposed. But because we were like 30 minutes into this hike, we had no service to call, like, call and be excited with people until we got back to the car. 
So we get back to the car, and my, all my family's in UAE. And so I'm, like, calling and calling and calling and calling. And here, like, Abby now tells me, they know this plan. No one is picking up. Like, again, no one loves me. Okay, it's fine. I get it, people. But finally, like, an hour later, Abby picks up. Okay, in my defense, mom and dad had gone on, like, a weekend excursion, like, to the next country over to Oman with like their friends and dad was trying out sleeping beds on me for my 15 hour flight back from the UAE to Chicago and so while they were gone I slept for 72 hours straight <laughs> I would wake up eat a piece of toast and immediately fall back asleep because he gave me too much medicine and so Becky is calling me frantically to be like I'm getting engaged I had no concept of time I didn't remember that she was getting engaged like I remember she was getting engaged but at this point it was like Sunday and I thought it was still possibly Thursday so I was like I have no idea so I wake up 12 missed calls from Becky and I'm like hmm I think it's happened so, <laughs> so I have to then she calls immediately again and I'm like oh yay and she's like oh, I'm engaged I'm so excited I am still very tired have been awake for longer than I have in the past days combined like yay so happy for you can I go back to sleep now thank you <laughs> so excited and then immediately fall back to sleep <laughs> and that was how excited I was for her it was a great time and felt kind of bad about it later <laughs> but <laughs> as you should it came across as yay so excited for you you're like are you though? Are you sure about this? Oh, so yeah, again, it's just a miracle. We're here at this time celebrating almost ten years. And there you go. That's all the ways I that food has brought us together. Days later, though, more excited. Yes. Once I yes, you had was once, no longer asleep. Yes, all the sleeping meds had worn off. Yes, you were much more excited. I would like to also just preface like our dad is a doctor, so it was legal. Uh, everything was fine. I was just also exhausted, and then he gave me the meds, so I slept for a whole weekend. Yeah, jet lag plus sleeping meds, not always the best yes. combo. And for having traveled for two months straight before that, also exhausted. And ending the semester, that's always yes. brutal. Anyway, everything was fine, but I did sleep for a whole weekend. <laughs> so, oh, good times. Good times. Well, there you go. There's an episode not focused on Abby, so Perfect. I was not making fun of her, and... Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it, even in my cold voice. So, until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.